Welcome back, everybody. Blue Collar Whitetail Podcast. We're here with Thor tonight. He's going to talk a little bit about some early success. He shot a really great buck down there in Georgia. So, Thor, you're back on again. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much. After uh, some trial and tribulation here with the MacBook, we are uh, we're officially rolling. <laughs> so, uh... You've had quite the successful season this year. You're just knocking them down, which is awesome. Happy oh, for yeah. you. And, uh, yeah, you shot a really great buck down there. Uh, what was that, first day of season? Uh, it's four days in. Four days in. Yeah, ours started, like, the 15th or 16th, so I was just... But, yeah, uh, why don't you, I don't know, just throw us into how that all came about. All right, well, uh, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me back on, man. Oh, anytime. Um, we've been back and forth trying to get this going here for the last couple of weeks here. We've just been so darn busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, anyways, the season's been uh, pretty killer down here for me. Um, we kick off our boat season this year. Uh, September 10th was our opener that Saturday. Okay. So, uh course I'm you know like everybody else prepping an early season cameras corn feed supplemental feed uh, salt blocks whatever you name it uh, was probably throwing it out there because uh, in my state we can feed um, you can also hunt over the bait if you want to so yeah, your, your snaps were cracking me up it was like every day this man had a bag of corn <laughs> every sucks is um the freaking prices of corn or you know i i don't really feed much of a supplemental feed uh i really just like feed them corn and stuff though they eat the acorns and natural food anyways around but right uh, i do i do keep salt blocks around throughout the year and stuff like that but yeah everything is just went through the roof yeah those blocks are kind of taken on the up. I know uh, I had a few few extra dollars in my pocket one of the weeks, and I was like, well, there's a bag of corn on sale, and there's some buck jam. I want to mix it together and let it rip. <laughs> I was like, so, so feed with, you know, corn. I've, I've got a handful of feeders. Um, and uh, one of the, while we were doing some preseason scouting, I've been on this club that I'm in. I'm in a hunting club. That's and right. Been on the club for uh, six or seven years. One in the midst of the years that I've been in, I got out of it one year. Uh, it just I was just fell on a time where I just didn't have the money to get in the club that year or whatever. It was a couple years back. Okay. And um, so back in the club this year, and I already know the property pretty well, but my, me and my buddy was going to check out one spot where he had said um, he thought it was a good area. So we check it out, and it's basically this bottom over towards the corner of our club, kind of, and uh, it's it's a hardwood bottom that comes into pines. Okay. Kind of sure down there in the bottom. And it's not far from a creek. Nice. And it was like, man, right here, stick a camera here, see what happens. So I put out a regular cell, or not a regular cell camera, a regular camera over some corn, and then I think, like, one of us forgot to cut it on. So we went back to oh, check no. it. Yeah, went back to check it, and it was not on. So we moved it and cut it on. And this time, instead of putting any feed out, because I put corn out the first time, it was gone, obviously. Um, the next time we check it, this is back like July, so you know, we're still a couple months out from season. Okay. Um, and, you know, I'm just trying to get my summertime cameras rolling. Uh, some Try to, you know, get some inventory on what's deer, you know, coming through there. So, I'm uh, turning the camera on, get it going. Well, I got a couple does, you know, and me and him were talking. He was like, man, this would be a good open a day spot to shoot a doe because uh, in my state it's either sex with archery equipment from the time season starts till time it ends okay because um, uh, I know every, you know every state's different uh, the way they do things but for us um, archery equipment whether it's recurve compound crossbow 
uh, it's uh, either sex. So my goal is always every year is like, man, shoot a doe open a day, you know? That's oh, yeah. what everybody wants, you know? If you get the option, why not? So I start getting some deer on camera down there. Well, I eventually pick up another cell camera and I switch it to a cell camera and I start feeding corn because I'm, I'm, I'm getting a few small bucks on camera. Okay. And, um, of course, it's summertime pattern, so every deer's in daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting daylight, getting daylight pictures out the wazoo. Dang. And uh, I'm, I, I've got a handful of other cell cameras on the property. I've got four total cell cameras, and I think um, running four more regular cameras. Now, do you, do you share that information with the other hunt club guys, or is it just kind of like, eh? Like yeah, there's guys. So there's some guys that I talk to pretty regularly there. Okay. Um, we all shoot pictures back and forth. Nice. So uh, the guys that I'm pretty regularly accustomed to looking through the scene, we do talk about what we're seeing, uh, what pictures we're getting, we text each other, you know, stuff like that. Mid August, it's getting close to September, 
and I stick up that cell camera August 17th uh, was my first picture in that bottom corner where I was wanting to kill a doe for opening day but in my mind I'm like man I want to shoot this buck you know right so what do I need to do to kill him and um, he's hanging out with another eight pointer that I'm considering might shoot with my bow you know Mm -hmm. and then there's another super wide buck but he's not as big as the big I call him a big eight he ended up being a nine yeah kicker at the base of his antler so it's him it's like two eights two super wide eights one's wider than the other one um, that I ended up shooting but he's not as old I don't think and he's not quite as tall but he's wide okay so I was like alright so they're all hanging out we'll fast forward to August 17th um, I start getting deer on camera in that bottom corner a bunch of does. August 18th, I get a, some small bucks, like midday. I'm talking 11.48, like midday. Oh, damn. So I'm like, bet. Well, then on the 19th, I've got that, the wide nine standing in a food plot, eating all the corn, you know? So I'm like, oh, sweet. Him and that bachelor group in there at like 7 o'clock every day. Damn. So I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't hunt that bottom spot, you know? Because there's a pattern in this food plot. Maybe I should just grab my climber and hunt the edge of this food plot. Right. Well, the 23rd, I have that super wide eight that's not as tall. And then the big nine. And there's a buck right behind them all standing in a line, like walking towards the camera. I think I remember that snap. Yeah. I was like, guys, this is crazy. I got bucks stacked up like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So, fast forward, uh, that's the 23rd, you know, opening day is um, the 10th here for September. So, I start, uh, I'm like, you know what, I don't know why, but something's telling me to hunt that bottom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was, I think I just picked him up on you know, what it was, and I think I just... He started showing up down there, like one, one, which is like I said, it's not far between that food plot and that bottom. Okay. Uh, and he just shows up one evening, and I was like, okay, cool, you know. Uh, I think I remember what it was. They cut that. Maybe the they cut that plot. I don't remember. Something was something. Yeah, they both hogged that food plot, and the deer was still coming to it, but it was like. It was just really random. I don't know. I think it was like really random. Okay. And uh, anyways, got him in the bottom. So I'm like, oh, okay. So that's cool. So I hunt there opening day. I don't see a thing that morning. Not even a doe. Jeez. Of course, yeah, that's how it goes. It's like, wow. Okay, cool. Well, at 17, oh yeah, that's why I hunted there. 217, opening morning, he's standing there in that bottom where the mixed pines and hardwoods are. And I've got my climber 15 yards hung from where he's standing. Oh, already on the train? Yeah. I hung it, I hung it like three weeks prior for them to get used to that climber be sitting there. Mm-hmm. So two days later, I he comes through there at 744, which is at this time is daylight, September 12th. And I text my buddy, I said, dude, he comes through there and he hung out until 809. Holy moly. And 744 is still shooting light. Like, it's still daylight. Like, it's still daylight here. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, well, that's two days, you know, in the season. Well, um, my poor girlfriend, at, the, at that day, uh, the 13th, the 12th, she was starting, she, she had been feeling real well. Mm-hmm. And then, um... The 13th, we ended up going, unfortunately, we ended up at the hospital. Long story short, she, she ended up being okay, but she had kind of, like, I guess, I can't remember exactly what happened. But she basically passed out at Walmart. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was at work. It was, it was fun. So I was like, we ended up at the hospital. And we're sitting there. And this was the 13th, and my camera goes off. And it's him again. So this is the 12th. He was there at 7.30, 7.45. He's hit, the 13th, he's standing there at 7.28 eating. Daylight. 
hanging out, he hung out till, I don't know, I think it was like almost 8 o'clock. I was sitting there in the hospital. You're like telling yourself, you know. I said, uh, I said, I'm just telling you right now, if, you know, if you're feeling better tomorrow, we're not still here. I said, uh, I'm gonna go kill this deer tomorrow while he's patterned. I said, he's starting a new pattern. I just got this feeling. I'm gonna go kill this deer tomorrow evening. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, baby, you know, go kill him. Like, <laughs> he supports, so supportive of me, like, honey. That's awesome. And, uh, so, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, the next day I go to work, whatever. I'm like, talking to all the guys at work. I'm like, guys, I'm telling you right now, I don't know why I'm gonna kill this deer. Got this, just this feeling I'm gonna kill this deer, whatever. So I get out there, I get on Facebook, I post a picture of him, I'm like, He's been showing up last two days, 7.30. It's go time. <coughs> so I, yeah, I get in there at like 4.30. Yeah, about 4. Yeah, about 4.30. So here comes 7, like 7.20. And I'm getting on edge because like I ain't seen nothing yet. Right. And uh, next thing I know, like 7.30 rolls around. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, like, I don't remember how many minutes till sh- legal shooting light but I, I still had some time but it was getting close you know yeah and then I was like man if he would just show up I was like this deer's making me look stupid because I done hyped it up <laughs> you know oh yeah you're like great <laughs> yeah and then uh I just look over to my right and I see antlers oh boy I'm like oh god and I'm shaking you know like it sets in I was like there's a bug so I stand up I grab my, like, that's my automatic reaction. Like, when I see a deer coming, I stand up and get my bow off the anger. Same. And, uh, I'm getting ready and he's easing in. And, I mean, when I say I hung that stand 15 yards from where I was pouring corn out, like, it was, like, literally 15 yards on the dot. <laughs> so, it was close. And I was, like, you can see his rack. And he turns and I look and I was, like, it's him. Like, that's the, that's the, that's the big eight. I called him a big eight because I thought he was... And I said, that's a wide eight or whatever. I used to call him whatever. I didn't, like, name the deer. I don't have any, like, history with this deer or nothing like that. Aside from just seeing him this year, you know? Right. So, I was like, here we go. And he comes in there, and he's, I'm, like, trying to get set up and turn around in my stand, and I'm getting ready. I got my harness, make sure it's out of the way. And he's coming straight in front of me. I'm going to make a perfect broadside shot and wait until he gets to the corn to put his head down. And... For some reason, he just stops. Now, my wind was in my face, so I knew, like, I didn't think he winded me. And, uh, he just stops, and I don't know why. And then something was up. Yeah, and then he turns, and he literally just turns and looks up towards me. Oh, hell no. And I'm like, how did he know? Like, <laughs> between me and him is, like, this thick brush. And he can't really make me out. Mm-hmm. So he's going for what feels like forever. And uh, finally, he turns to walk the way he came in, but he didn't, like, blow out of there or take off. He just starts stepping, like, regular walking. Yeah, saying, I'm out. Like, yeah, he was just like, mm, I'm just going to turn around because I don't like it. And when he did, as he turned his whole body, I drew all in one smooth motion. Oh, yeah. So when he heard me draw full draw, he stopped broadside and looked back up at me. And there is... This deer's, you know how a deer's, you know, body is. What runs his, there's a base of his neck, a sapling right there, and then, like, his uh, shoulder starts. Uh, and I'm like, oh, God. I said, I got to throw the needle right here. I said, it's now or never, because if he's, he's about to go. And uh, I just remember burying the pen right there behind the shoulder and touching off on him. Damn. And he mule kicked and just hauled ass. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, like... As soon as that happened, then the nerves started. I was shaking. <laughs> okay. Like, I tried, like, talking to you guys in the group, and I was trying to call my girlfriend and call my mom, and I was like, I called my girlfriend, I was like, I killed him. I freaking, I, I literally killed him. Like, I killed the deer I wanted to kill. Like, this doesn't happen, you know? Right, right. I'm like, this is like a freaking TV series. I was like, I wish there was a cameraman here, because that's how it happened. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I remember and I, when you, I, like... I got full pass-through, so the knocks just down there lit up, and I'm like, holy crap, you know? Yeah, I remember you, uh, you sent us a snap or whatever, and then it was like, we didn't hear anything for a while, and I'm like, is it down? Is it down? <laughs> it's like, what? So, 
was another guy that's retired who hunts the club. Um, his name is Mike. And a really nice guy. He's always been super nice to me. We share, like, new pictures and stuff. Well, Mike was hunting that evening. And I texted him. I said, buck down, buck down. Uh, <laughs> eight or whatever. And uh, I look at my phone. Dude, I've got, like, 8%. And uh-huh. it's getting dark. And my flashlight's in my truck. And my four-wheeler's up the hill. Because I have to ride a four-wheeler down into this spot. And then, uh, I was like, man, my four-wheeler's, like, I don't have a flashlight to get back to my four-wheeler. And my phone's almost dead. And I'm trying to call everybody. And I want to make sure this deer's dead. Like, everything was going. <laughs> um, so I left the knock, the arrow, exactly as it was when it came out of him. And I just, I didn't even go look for blood. I went straight to the four-wheeler. Right. I was like, I have no flashlight or nothing. So that's not going to do me any good. No. So I go straight to the four-wheeler. And everybody's like, what's going on? You know, like, is he dead or what? And I'm like... Hold on, guys, phone's dying. I get back to the truck, and I'm waiting on Mike to get back from finishing his hunt and come back, because, like, it just got dark. <laughs> and he's on the other side of the property on him, so I was like, he'll be back to his truck in a little bit. So I charged my phone up for, like, 15, 20 minutes. I got, like, 15% on him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, all right. When I had a flashlight, so I was like, all right, bet. And uh, so I go down in there. And I was like, you want to help me try this deer? He was like, of course, you know. Um, a little backstory: the year before, the biggest buck I had shot today during rifle season, he was there. And oh, yeah. I, went right, I went right after work, and Mike had brought his four-wheeler, but I didn't even bring mine. And the spot that I killed my buck in, I really needed a four-wheeler to get him out. Damn. And uh, so Mike helped me get that deer out the year before. So Mike's, Mike's always been super helpful. Solid dude. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy. So... Anyways, fast forward, we get down. I said, well, just follow me on my four-wheeler, and I'll take you to where I hunted him. And Mike, uh, we got down in there, and uh, I looked at the blood on there. I was like, oh, dude, this is good. And there's blood, like, at the impact site. So I'm like, sweet. And so I see a little bit of bubbles, because I wasn't sure. Like I said, I hadn't started here in a while with a bow. Mm-hmm. And it looked good, and I got a good pass through, and it sounded good. Everything seemed perfect. So I'm like... Mind you, it's only been about 45 minutes since I've shot him, give or take. About, well, about more, more closer to 30. Okay. 30, about 35. So, we get down in there, and uh, we start looking for blood, and I see blood right off the rip. It's got some bubbles in it. I check the arrow out. We got full pass, and I'm like, sweet. So, we start trailing him. We get, like, 20 yards into the track, and, like, Blood starts going real thin. I'm like, oh no. Oh shit. And then all of a sudden it opens back up again for like 10 yards and then it gets thin. And then it, so it proceeded to do this. And this deer was cutting back and forth through the woods, like left and right, left and right. Oh, and he God. would like slam up against a tree and, cause I could hear him like take off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew he crashed, but it didn't, it sounded like faint. So I was like, he's dead somewhere. I said, I know he's dead. I hit him, you know, good shot. So we get down in there, and this blood's doing that back and forth. Like, he'll pour, and then he'll, like, trickle up a little bit. And then he'll pour, and then he'll trickle up. I'm like, what the hell? So we're getting in there, and it's, you know, we've been tracking for a minute, and it's September in Georgia. It's hot. Oh, I know. It's like I got to get this deer out of here. It's getting hot. Well, it's, it's actually technically it's cooling off, but it's still hot weather. So I'm like, gotta get this deer out of here. Gotta get him on ice and get him to the processor. And uh, I'm like, where is this deer? And I said, he's gotta be dead somewhere. And finally, um, you know, you'll track a few feet and then you'll scan the woods. Yep. You track, scan the woods. So there, I, I went and hit a scan and I saw a rack. Like 40 yards from us, just stuck him off the ground. I was like, oh my God, dude. I was like, that's when it set in how big he was. And most guys are going to be like, oh, that's the deer's like maybe, I don't know. I haven't even measured him. I don't really care. But I think he's probably 105. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, bigger than that. But I was like, I don't know. He may be. I don't really know. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> I was jacked. And uh, he was my biggest buck to date. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he met our club, you know, standards, so we have, a like, a club rules we try to go by with our bucks to just kind of keep on the 
mature side of killing deer for the most part. Nice. Um, but so I get down there and I like almost hug Mike. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, there you, you know. Uh-huh. And Mike's an older guy, so he just kind of looked at me. I was like, he was jacked up, but he like I was through the roof. <laughs> and as we're walking up on him, I noticed like the ass end of the deer has been chewed on. Coyotes got to him before we did. That early? Yes. Dude. They got to him quick, and we we both carry handguns uh, because of that down there because we have a decent amount of coyotes. Holy hell. I have never had a deer. Most of the time I shoot it with a rifle, it drops. So I can watch, you know, and Uh then I'll get down and go drag the deer. So it was just kind of, I was like, damn, I need to really get on these coyotes down here during a spring bat, so... That's, that's insane, that's, man. Next, next thing on the list, for sure. I mean, that's like, that's like instant. Like that. Yeah, so, give or take, the deer had been dead for roughly like 45 minutes, and Coyotes found him. Wow. Luckily, I think us tracking for him bumped him off of it. Oh, had no. So, it ended up being high lung shot, that's why I got bubbles. Mm-hmm. And that's why he would pump blood out, and then he would, like, slow down, because it would, it would drain, and then it would fill up the chest cavity and pump hard, and then drain. Yeah, that makes sense. So, he didn't go, I mean, honestly, once I tracked it out back to my stand, he was, like, he went, yeah, like, 80 yards. Sounds about which right. Kind of, which is kind of far, but, like, high lung, yeah, it seems about right, yeah. That's usually about what happens to me every time, it seems like. Yeah, so luckily we load him up on the floor and get him on out of there. And uh, I get some pictures with him and all that. And unfortunately, my phone died again, like while we're tracking him. Oh, no. And I didn't get that, like, I got pictures from Mike's phone, but they weren't the best pictures. And my phone was dead. I got some pictures of him, like, on my four wheeler and stuff. But I didn't get the greatest pictures with me holding him, which I wish I could have got better pictures. But um, I'm getting that deer shoulder mounted, so I'm going to have some cool pictures of that once I take him to the taxidermist because I haven't even took him yet. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I've, I've just been so freaking busy with work. And then, like, every chance I get to do something, I'm either deer hunting or got family stuff going on. So it's like, well, you oh, know. I think I So... That kicked off my season. I know that was kind of a long-winded story there, but yeah, that's pretty much how it came out. Yeah, that's Kicked my season off, um, then fast forward. I loved the bow hunt. Like, that was fun and all. But our gun season starts here, and dude, when gun season starts, I put the bow down, pick the gun up. Oh, hell yeah. Why wouldn't you? So, you know, fast forward. Like, I'm feeding the deer, and... We uh, uh we put in so me and a group of guys put in for a hunt a quota hunt um, in my state of Georgia we do quota hunts on some public lands um, and basically that's what it sounds like it's a draw hunt okay do you know you put in like you can put in a solo or as a group we put in as a group of five and uh, DNR drew our group to go to this island on the coast of Georgia and yeah, that's and uh, it was that was awesome. So we got drawn for that. So I continued to hunt. I bow hunted through September on in you know gun season, which started in October. Actually, muzzleloader started in October. We have a week of muzzleloader, which is either sex with the muzzleloader, and that is our week of youth rifle. Damn. And then our rifle season starts. But for my county, it either sex with a rifle doesn't go into effect for like two weeks so it's buck only for the first two weeks of rifle basically in my county okay. and then for the rest of the season until close of season with a rifle you can shoot either sex okay so, but regardless you can still bow hunt during rifle season mm-hmm. and you harvest the deer with a bow during rifle it's still either sex with a bow yeah that's how ours is yeah yeah, so, um, I bow hunted, you know, uh, I did some hopping around in public, we got drawn for that public land hunt, I never did shoot another deer with a bow, the rest of bow season, didn't get to take one with a muzzle loader, and then the rifle season kicked off, 
and started rifle hunting and saw some does and bucks, some small bucks and stuff. And I was watching cameras diligently, continuing to feed the deer um, and continuing to try and keep those feeders full. I had a handful of bucks that I considered I would shoot, like be a bee shooter buck if I crossed my path or a rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them actually got harvested by other club members, which I'm jacked about. Like one of the guys is a new member and he called me. He was so shook about this. <laughs> and uh, I was super ecstatic for him. He was worried at first because it was like a, he got vitals going into guts and it clogged up. Oh, and he yeah. wasn't. The deer wasn't bleeding good, but they ended up finding him uh, like 60 yards from where he shot him. Nice. But, uh, so, yeah, most of the, now I've got a couple, like I sent a picture earlier, I don't know if you saw the eight-pointer that's running around. Mm-hmm. Decent bug. I don't know here, which worked out because I ended up tagging out on bucks uh, just the other day. So, yeah. <laughs> We, we went down to that island hunt, and it's two deer per uh, hunter, and DNR tags those deer, so it doesn't affect your personal tags that come with your license. That's nice. So you can shoot two bucks or two does or one of each and unlimited hogs on the island. Oh. Uh-huh. So I go out. Uh, I didn't have a lot of signal down there, but I was sending you guys snaps when I could, you know? Uh-huh. And, uh... We get down to that hunt, that was in, when was that? That was back in uh, November. Yeah, early, like, second week in November, I think. Yeah. So it was from, the hunt was from Thursday to Saturday, and we went down on Tuesday to, like, get camp set, and then scout Wednesday, and then hunt Thursday to Saturday. Oh, yeah. And we took a boat down, took the ferry, hired a local to help us bring our stuff in it was it was pretty dope we had camp set it was sweet yeah, i was gonna say didn't you guys camp out for that or something yeah yeah so you go down to camp on the island and uh it's pretty dope the owner has a deer cooler there on the island oh, so, yeah they have a they have a cooler built on the island um so they you can hang we can hang our deer or go ahead and quarter them and put them in a cooler and put them in the in the deer cooler and uh so it's pretty legit. It's pretty dope. Um, but uh, basically, processing of your game is up to you. Okay. So once you kill a deer, you know it's up to you what you do. But like, basically, I'll basically touch on a few points of the hunt. I don't want to drag it out or anything. But you go in, and DNR shows you the map of the island and where you can hunt. And there's like numbers and stuff, and you pick your number, and that, like that's your area. Okay. So, if you want to change your number, you can, but it, you have to pick a number that's not being used. Um, but most of the numbers get filled up once, uh, you know, everybody's picked their numbers. So, unless somebody tags out, quits using their number, and that area opens up, then you just kind of in your area. Okay. <laughs> so, me and the four guys that I went, we drew for five guys, but uh, one of them wasn't able to make it, so it was four of us. Damn. And me and the four guys I went with, um, we went down there and we drew, we basically pulled numbers, like the numbers that we picked, sectioned off like, hell, we probably had five or six acres of property to ourselves. Oh, nice. Or maybe a little more realistically if you think about it. So it was a good bit because we, I picked a number and then the guy next to, like, one of the guys in my group picked a number next to me and then the other two guys picked numbers basically next to him. So you guys can all somewhat hunt the same area. Yeah, so we got a lot of property basically that we could hunt. That's awesome. And uh, we got down there and like, dude, it's just, it's a different type of hunting because there's freaking deer everywhere. No shit. And uh, like, you'll be driving down the roads and like five deer will run across the road or four deer will be standing on the road. And there's rubs and scrapes everywhere because these deer don't quit mating throughout the year. They eat, they mate year-round, so rut is year-round. No way. Yeah, because does go into heat so randomly there. You'll have a group of does that are in heat and then another group that's not. And then you'll have a group of bucks that are in rut and a group that's not. So, like, I shot, or, like, one of the guys camped next to us, one of them shot an eight-pointer, and his hawks were jet black. And then another dude brought a buck in the same morning. Hawks were dry. 
What? Yeah, it's, so it's just nuts. Like, you may catch running bugs, you may not. But because of that, there are rubs and scrapes everywhere. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah, it's, it is nuts. It's the coolest experience, like, I've ever gotten to have on a public land hunt. So how, did, and, how do you think the deer all got down there? They just got closed off from the rest of the world, or what? Yeah, but I, uh, we, talk, we, we actually had that conversation. I want to say it was like they were brought in, you know, on a boat at some point, and then just kind of like the deer just eventually populated. Dang. And the, the population on the island is literally like 60 people, I think, or some crap. It's super low. Like, nobody lives on the island. Like, there's a small group of people who live on the island, and they all know each other, basically. That's insane. And like half of the island is public land. <laughs> so we were hunting the southern part of the public land because the northern part is their archery only part. Okay. And, uh, but it was, it was super dope. Like, it was probably one of the coolest things I've ever had to do. And, uh, those deer are small though. Like, everybody was talking crap. I had one guy, like, I posted a collage I made of the bucks that I shot this year. So I got down there, I shot a doe and a buck. I shot a five-pointer and a doe. And um, the deer down there do not get big. Like, body-wise, they do not get big. Yeah, think they, about what they got to eat. Well, they, have no, they relative, relatively don't have any predators other than the hunters that come every year and hunt. And there's very little coyotes, and the hogs don't bother the deer. That's insane. And, on top of that, they have to try and compete with the hogs, though, for food. And it's an island with sand, so there's not a shitload of, like, high-protein nutrients. Right. So they're just eating, you know, whatever. And uh, they just don't get big. So first morning I was there, I hung my spot. I hung my climber on Wednesday. And, dude, like, first 10 minutes of shooting line, I see a deer. I was like, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I picked this random ass spot on an island and I see a deer already. I'm like, am I just good or is there just a lot of deer? You know? Like, <laughs> so I'm like, cool, whatever. I couldn't get a shot on her because I was going to kill her. I couldn't get a shot on her. Because uh, that's the one thing a lot of people told me that have hunted this hunt. They're like, it's a target rich environment, but if you get a chance at a deer, kill it. Like, don't let a deer walk by you. Shoot it. So I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. So I was going to kill her. Decent sized looking doe anyways. Right. And, uh, couldn't get a shot on her or whatever. And, uh, so the way you basically travel to each spot is your uh, DNR has a tractor hooked up to a trailer with these built-in bench seats that are really long. And there's, like, a big gap in the middle on the floor where you can, like, put deer stands or your uh, deer or hogs if you kill them. Okay. And then everybody sits in their seats so like, we all agree on a time to be dropped off and picked up. And if you're going to stay all day and hide, you just tell them because they pick you up for lunch if you're not. Oh, so you're like on your own. Yeah, and it's like no cell service. Nobody has cell service in the woods. Like once you leave camp, that's it. So good luck getting in touch with somebody. Yeah, walkie-talkies uh, or something. Yeah, like you can walk back to camp at some of those spots, but like where I was hunting, it was literally a 30-minute walk back to camp. If I was to walk by foot. Oh, hell no. Yeah. So, anyways, I decided to come out for lunch, which, like, 1030 is when they pick up. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally 100 yards from the road because it's so thick in there. Like, you find a good open spot, you better hunt it because it's so thick and dense. It, it gets open and thick, open and thick, just in random parts of the island in the woods. And then there's some parts that are, like, wide-ass open. So it's, it's kind of weird, but anyways, I was having a really nice, uh, what I consider like an open funnel. So saw that doe, didn't see any more deer, got down and left, came back that evening and uh, climbed up. They dropped us off at 3.30. I was set up by like 4, 4.15, here comes a doe. And that damn deer gets 12 yards from me. Mind you guys, I'm hunting with a 300 wind mag. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She comes into my right side, so I shoot her left-handed, which I'm kind of ambidextrous, but mm-hmm. not really. And uh, I pulled to the right, and she was face- she was facing to the left 
side of me. So if I'm looking at the deer, she was walking to my left. And, but, but, well, she was walking straight at me and then she turned broadside facing that way. So I shoot her left-handed, but I pulled to the right. So I hit her literally right where her stomach starts. Oh. And that 300 wind mag at 12 yards will evidently blow the stomach out of a deer. Oh, yeah. You don't have to go to that for that. I literally, I had to cut her vitals, her vital organs out. The gut trails <laughs> were gone. I have a video of where she was standing when I shot her, where they literally fell out right there. Oh, my God. I watched that deer try and limp. Like, she went, like, dude, she didn't go far, obviously. She kind of trampled off, stumbled around for, like, 10 yards and died real quick. And I was like, awesome. And I didn't realize what had happened until I got down. And it was the craziest thing. Yeah, I mean, so, it's a miracle what that... The energy can do because one of the deer I shot on opening day this year, it's like 25 yards of my 308, and I just blew a straight hole through its back. Yeah. I I should have aimed a lot lower, but yeah, he didn't go nowhere, so. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so fast forward, like I get the deer down, it's awesome. Uh, and then the next, I was like, well, I'm jacked, and all my buddies are jacked. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so we're going, I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm ready to, uh, ready to get back in here. And I want to bug now. Oh, yeah. You know? So we get her back to the deer cooler, get her hung up, and get her tagged with Dino and all that stuff. And, uh, so we go back the next morning, and, uh, I said, oh, I'm a hunt, so there's a fire break. There's, they have a bunch of fire breaks on the island in case, like, obviously in case fire breaks out. Mm-hmm. And uh, these fire breaks, like, there are scrapes all up and down them. And there's heavy deer sign up on these fire breaks. And a lot of guys that were hunting near me were telling me that they were hunting their fire breaks. And uh, they were, like, seeing deer everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, okay. I'm going to hunt the fire break in the morning. I'm going to leave my stand where it was at. And I'm just going to hunt the fire break in my section. Because it's still my section, so I can hunt it. Right. I'm just going to hunt on the ground. And uh, it, it got cold that morning, which for down there on the island, like it was like 28, 32 degrees, something like that. Dang. It was cold for the island. And the wind on the island stays constantly moving. So I'm sitting there. I sit till 8.30, I can see about 70 yards in a fire break. I sit till 8.30, my feet get cold, I get cold, I'm like, I gotta get up and move. I'm gonna walk back to the main road and then go across the street to that fire break near where my deer stand is. Because that's where that doe came from, so in my mind I was like, the night before, so I was like, the deer would have come from there. Right. I'm walking down that fire break and I come around like, I go to get set up on the spot to sit down, and I catch rack, like a rack deer, turn its head. I was like, oh, shit. And I throw my rifle up, and sure enough, there's a buck standing there. And he looked like he was outside his ears, and I saw I saw antlers. I, I can, You can shoot any size bug. Oh, yeah. Let it rip. I saw antlers let, put it at the base of his neck and let it rip, and I threw it away back. Dumped him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yard shot. And, uh... So I thought he, I didn't see him because when he fell, there's a palmetto, like, leaf in the way. So all I saw was, boom, no deer. And I was like, oh, did I dump him or did he run back into that fiction that he just walked out of? Right. And, uh, I wait a minute, I read, you know, reload the rifle automatically. That's just automatically I do. I have no cell signal, so I'm like high-fiving myself, essentially. Like, you know, <laughs> you're so jacked and you can't tell nobody crap. So I get down there, and I'm like, damn, where did that deer go? So I, like, take two steps and look around the corner where he was standing, and he was laying there dead. I was like, boom, baby, you know, got a bug down over there a second. Like, I'm tagged out early, so I'm jacked. So I get in there, I go gut him, get him, you know, get him all drugged. I had to drag a stupid deer 380 yards. Oh, my God. Even though it was gutted, it was still a pain in the ass by yourself. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... Um, 
Sorry, I just I was reading a message real quick. Uh, I get him drug out of there, back to the main road. I'm like dying, you know. I'm like huffing. I'm like Jesus. I'm ready to just fall out. I didn't bring any water with me. Oh. And uh, I was just like Jesus. Dying. So I'm like, I. They make you carry your rifle in a gun ca- in your gun case to avoid, you know, an accident. Uh-huh. So when we go in, we just get off where we go hunt, and then we'll, you know, take the rifle out of the gun case and set the gun case kind of to the side of the road. Because nobody's going to, like, walk down the road and mess with your stuff. Like, that's, it's just not, like, you don't have to worry about that. Well, that's good. Um, and so I go, I'm like, shit, I gotta go get my gun case from where I hunted this morning. So I go over there, get my gun case, I'm like, shit, I gotta go get my deer stand out of the woods from where I hung it. So I, like, had my deer up there by the road, so I left my pack and my gun case and threw my gun over across my back, and I went and grabbed my deer stand out of the woods. So I just left that deer just laying there by the road because I gutted him out. <laughs> and I had, like, an hour until the freaking tractor was gonna come. I shot the deer at like 9 o'clock and they come and get you at 10.30. Damn. I was like, ah, I got a good minute so I'm going to go ahead and go get my stand because I'm tagged out I'm done hunting. Right. I could have hunted hogs if I wanted to but I was like, honestly, I'm pretty jacked about this. Yeah. I'm pretty... And, um, so, I get all my stuff out and, uh, I look down the road and uh, I see like three orange vests and uh, that's where my buddies were at the very end of the road it makes a T and that's like where they were running uh-huh. so they're walking towards me and I'm like oh freaking we're all jacked they saw I got a bug so everybody's high fiving well one of the guys shot a doe that morning nice so uh, they wanted to hunt all day so I take the doe back with me and uh I was like hell yeah you know so we're, like, we're just laying them down it was awesome and uh I tagged out early, so I slept in that morning, the next morning, and uh, started the break camp and everything, because we left. Most guys leave on Sunday morning, but it is like, you have to fight everyone. <laughs> so we, we left Saturday evening, which I think we made a better decision doing it that way. Oh, I bet. And, uh, but that was a really dope hunt, and um, probably one of the coolest things I've ever done, as far as uh, like public land hunts go, quotas and all that so far. Yeah, that sounds epic. Um, everybody's like, oh, you should have fought. Oh, that's what I was telling you. Some guy was like, harassing me about shooting that five-pointer. Mm-hmm. On, a, on like a page, I posted a collage of the three bucks that I killed this year. Because uh, about to get to the last one. And then we'll finish this up because I know like, I'm dragging along. But, oh, yeah, okay. uh, So, some guy was like, nice yearling or whatever. I was like, I actually... That five-year-old was aged at three and a half years old, but he and our, and gutted, he weighed 71 pounds. Damn. That's it. And the doe that I shot was aged at four and a half plus. She barely had any teeth in her head, and the DNR lady was like, I haven't seen one with that, like, worn-down teeth in a while. That's crazy. And I'm going to call it four and a half, but I guarantee she's five and a half. <clears throat> she said, that's pretty... That's pretty rare for the island. Well, it used to be, uh, but under the new man, the island manager, uh, the DNR manager, it's under now. He has done a lot of good stuff for that island, and it is more common to see those three and a half, four and a half, maybe five and a half year old deer being harvested off the island um, because they're making it and they're you know they're able to see those better numbers. Um, so. I think 75 hunters checked into that hunt and 93 deer got killed. That's pretty good. So the harvest rate was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, I can tell you the amount of guys that I talk to, and I'm not, I'm not talking shit about these guys because, you know, it happens, but a lot of guys I talk to that were like, man, I shot, missed, like, three deer. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? Yeah. I can't say how many guys told me they missed. And I get it, like, I saw some guys bring like soft cases with their rifles mm-hmm. and I guarantee those are the guys that like bump their scope or whatever and I get it like if you have a really good scope mount and a really good scope like it shouldn't be a problem but shit happens right. all it takes is one good hard bump and a soft case with a you know moderate to cheap scope and I'm not talking I have a $129 scope on a 300 wood mag like I, I'm not 
you know, say nothing bad, but I have a hard case because I know better, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so it just, you know, there could have been more deer harvested, but there was a lot of guys that I talked to who were like, well, I missed, you know, three deer this week. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Um, but that was back in, yeah, November, uh, the, what is it, the, yeah, 15th through the uh, 19th. Okay. And, uh, pretty sweet. You know, we had Thanksgiving. We got to do some family stuff these last couple of weeks. Christmas is coming up. And, uh, fast forward to last weekend. It was the last weekend of, uh, I have public land down here. Near me, that runs a rifle hunt twice a year. One is uh, what we call a check-in hunt. You check in. What that means is you have to check in your animals you harvest, but DNO will tag those deer. Okay. So again, that goes against none of your tags. So you get another chance of shooting a bonus. We call this a bonus buck opportunity. You get two buck tags. And uh, two buck tags and ten no tags in my state and Georgia. Jesus. Yeah, it's nuts. So, but these bonus buck opportunities, man, if you went to like every one of them, you could kill like 20 damn bucks a year legally. That's insane. So it's nuts, right? So it's like, wow. And uh, anyways, this one, WMA in particular, uh, is 25,000 acres total. Holy crap. It's a huge piece of public land. And, uh, so I missed the check-in hunt. Or no, I hunt, did I hunt it this year? No, I missed it. I didn't have time to hunt or whatever. <laughs> but they run a sign-in hunt, um, the 8th through the 11th of December. Last day is either 6th. But that hunt, that is a gun hunt, but it goes against your tags. Well, I have one more buck tag left because I... Tag my buck in archery, so I burnt one of my buck tags, and then I got the DNR tag on the island, so I had, still had one more. Mm-hmm. And my buddy's like, man, do you want to go hunt? I really want to see if I can get a deer. I've been trying to put him on a deer this year a little bit. And uh, he's, he's deer hunted before, but he hadn't shot a deer in a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to get back into deer hunting and stuff, so I've just been trying to hunt with him when I can on public land. And we go down there, and we go to this spot that I mapped out. I went Friday evening to hunt, it was pouring. I don't know if you remember the videos, but... Oh, yeah. I got saturated. It was bad. It was terrible. It was never fun. So, and, uh... So I get down there, and I'm like, well... It's like the last, I don't know, half hour of shooting light. And I was like, screw this. I'm going to my... Actually, my buddy, like, messages me or my group chat, and he's like, hey, have y'all ever hunted this part of the public land? And I check it out, and I'm like, no, I got Onyx. So I go pull it up, and I'm like, um, I'm going to look at it. So I did, because he was curious. He was thinking about hunting it, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I go check it out. Well, sure enough, uh, it looked really good. And I ran into a guy that was coming out of the woods, because it was just raining so much. He was, like, done. And he was a retired older guy, and he was just telling me how, like, this is a decent area, but, like, this whole road, like, there's a lot of woods down here, a lot of big woods. So where he was parked, I was, like, look behind him, and it looked like a really good hardwood area, hard, like, hardwood draw. And I uh, pulled up on Onyx, this 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 public land is, like, really hilly, really mountainous terrain uh, in some parts of it, so it can get really steep real fast. Okay. And I was like, oh, there's a ridge right there, but it drops off. I was like, I need to get out of the truck and go look. And uh, I was like, I'm going to come back and hunt it Sunday. Well, we went back. Me and my buddy went back, and uh, we got down in there. It's the last day. It's either sex or door buck. And it's, it's raining, like, all day Sunday, too. But it's not raining as hard, so I was like, screw it. I don't even know why we're going, but let's go. Mm-hmm. So we get down to the bottom, we get down off the bottom of the uh, ridge, I don't know, probably about 300 yards from the main road, but it's like way off in the woods, you can't even see the road. We're way off down in the bottom after coming off of the top of the ridge. And we find out there's a creek in the bottom. Well, we catch a deer like walking by the creek, 
So we spot stalk within 60 yards of the deer, and I didn't realize where the deer was standing. And I took a step, and it never hurt us because of the rain, but it saw me move. Oh, boy. So it took off. Well, it, I didn't see the deer up the hill from it, and there was a buck up the hill from it that took off with it. So they go running up the hill, and then they, like, slow down, and then they go over the hill. Well, the hill that they ran up is, like, I mean, steep. It's, like, right in front of us. So you've got this flat, like, uh, hardwood bottom, and then the creek, and then, like, there's a hill right against the creek. Oh, boy. So they ran up the hill, and I was like, well, that's crazy. So we circled back to the trucks, uh, trying to get, like, I keep checking on X and looking at my maps and, like, slowly just, like, seeing if we bump any more deer, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been watching a lot of the hunting public guys. Yeah. And I don't any of them, but, they, I mean, this is what they kind of do. They just get in there, and they just, sometimes they move a lot. Sometimes they get in a spot and sit down. Right. And uh, I was like, dude, I want to move and, like, find, like, we've got deer sign. I want to see another deer and see if we can get within spot stock. But we never did. We got back to the, towards the trucks. And I was like, let's just go back to where we above those deer and just sit down. They've got to come through that bottom. There was a bunch of rubs down there. So we sit down. About 30 minutes goes by. We've got about 25 minutes left of shooting right. <laughs> and I look. I looked to my left, and here come three deer down the hill, but they're like 100 yards up the hill. Okay. And I'm trying to get my binoculars out and look at them, and I can't because of the rain. It's just freaking raining its butt off. And I keep having to wipe my scope and then watch these deer, and wipe my scope and watch these deer, and then I lose them in the thicket. I'm like, shit. Oh. And I, look, I lean back to my buddy. I'm like, Ricky, there's three deer coming down the hill. Get ready. But he's sitting like, he's over watching the creek to the right side of us because he's sitting to my right. Uh -huh. It was like behind me, and I'm watching the creek to the left and that big hill where those deer just came down. And I'm like, dude, I don't know where they went. And we just keep watching the hillside, then I look over to my left, and they're standing down in the creek all of a sudden. Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, there they are. And one in the middle was clearly a buck, and then it looked like two does with him. And they start working their way towards us. And Ricky sees them, but he can't. The way he set up, because I was trying to, I wanted him to get a deer, you know? Right. And I was, I wasn't, like, past shooting a deer myself. Like, I brought a rifle, too. I was clearly going to kill a deer. But I was trying to double up. So he was, like, scooting around me, uh -huh. trying to get lined up. And every time he would move, like, the deer would look at us. Oh, God. And he'd have to stop. And then they would, like, look away for a minute. And he would go to move, and they'd look at us, well... The front deer that I, I was like, that's a big doe in the front, finally pegged us and, like, wouldn't quit looking at us. And then the buck in the middle was just milling around eating. And then the deer in the back, the last time Ricky went to move, the deer in the back pegged us. And I've already got my rifle up, like, braced, like, up on my knee. That's and I'm watching the deer, and I'm like, I keep having to wipe my freaking scope because it's still raining. These deer are, like, 60 yards away. And uh, the front one, I was like, dude, that front one's a big doe. I'm going to shoot it. You shoot the buck. And he was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, finally, he couldn't get set up. And I was like, dude, they're about to bust. He was like, shoot the doe. I was like, you want me to shoot it? He's like, go for it. And I, boom, I lock her up. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, we're high five and jacked up. It's raining. I was like, we got a long drag out of it. We need it starting. So it's going to get dark in like 20 minutes. And I didn't bring a gun knife. I didn't bring a drag <laughs> rope. I didn't bring a flashlight I had my phone <laughs> and oh my, boy like my bindo harness and what I wore in there and my rifle <laughs> oh so I have a I have literally my backpack in my truck I just left it because it was raining I'm like dude I'm not doing this and I we did not anticipate going more than like 150 yards from the truck right we are approximately at this point we're like 380 400 yards from the truck Jesus. at the bottom of a ravine a mile yeah, so we, so we, I go, I'm like, I go down there to this deer, we're jacked up, and I walk up to this goddamn chocolate spikes on him, buddy, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so you couldn't even see it, you know. I said, damn, I was like, all right, cool, well, I'm booked out, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're done. So, yeah, I was like, well, that's so badass, I get my pictures, you know, I'm sending it to you guys, I'm like trying to get this deer on the woods, and we end up. Dragon, because it gets dark on us, we're using a flashlight on the phones, and we ended up dragging this stupid deer. Meanwhile, that's when, mind you, it's it's like a year and a half old spike, but 
but this damn thing's ungutted, and oh my god, what oh, a, like, deadly. It, it felt like it took us forever, it took us almost two hours to get those deer out of the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, we went 200 yards the wrong direction. Oh no. Oh yeah, dude. And by the time I realized it, I was like, oh, God. And Ricky was like, no, because look, you can see through the woods like a faint light of a street light. And what that, so basically there's like a house Mm -hmm. and a regular road. Mm -hmm. And then that veers off of that road is the dirt road that we're on hunting on public land. Okay. It was like, there's, so there's a street light way up there. That's going to be the main road. So the dirt road's going to be right here. All right. We're walking away from that. And finally, I pulled up Onyx, and I was like, bro, we have walked way the wrong way. Oh, no. So I pull up my Google Maps, and I get it. Um, I didn't realize you could get the directional thing on your Onyx if you double tap. Oh, really? So I, I couldn't, yeah, there's, my buddy showed it to me, but I could not get it to pull up the directional thing so it would show which way we were facing if I hold the phone, you know? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know which way. So I pull up Google Maps and it did it real quick. So I was like, okay, we're facing this way. We just need to walk that way because there's the road. <laughs> and then a hunter left and you can see a truck going up the road. I was like, there it is, dude. At that point, it was 200 yards. It was 200 yards even away. I was like, let's get the dragon. We're, we're getting there. Dang. And we finally made it up on top of that ridge again. Uh-huh. And it's a little flatter. And then there's like an old logging trail which led right up to our trucks and we finally made it to that and I was like oh my god he looked at me we stopped for a minute trying to catch our breath I just I felt at one point I threw this damn deer over my shoulders and I'm trying to walk it out like he-man and I thought I was going to die oh I bet dude I was like this was a mistake I made it like 60 yards and I dropped the deer I was like I'm about to fall out (laughs) oh yeah so yeah, I get. We finally get to the trucks and uh, get the deer out. Take some cool pictures. I skull capped him at the processor because I was like, "It's a spike, you know. It's right. gonna go in the. Uh, it's gonna go in the baby book pile." So, <laughs> um, but that was uh, that was my last buck tag, and now I'm just shooting does. If I'm gonna shoot anything, once we're going, I'm going in the morning to see if I shoot a doe. So, oh yeah, yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty much my season wrapped up in, uh, you know, about, about an hour. Because <laughs> we've been talking for about an hour, I think, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but, like, uh, like I said, you got still got time to go, so. Yeah, yeah, and I love being out in the woods, man. I just love hunting, you know. You and me both. You and me both. It's been a great, it's been a great year for me. I'm, I'm tickled to death, you know. Yep. A lot of people would be like, I can't believe you shot a spike. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't care. So Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it, it happens. And... I didn't intentionally go out there to shoot a spike, but, like, you know, it happens, and, I don't, you know, life goes on. Um, <laughs> that's like my opening day, you know. I thought I was shooting at two does and ended up taking out two button bucks. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's so. great. Wipe the milk off and moved on, you know. <laughs> yeah, get him out and get him in the get him in the truck and get him out of my house, you know. Yeah. Well, hey man, thanks again for coming on and uh, sorry we had to we had technical difficulties and you know trying to line this up was kind of hellacious, but it's no, just no, been crazy. Right, I, appreciate, I appreciate you having me on again, and like I said, it's a lot to fit into an hour trying to cap off a whole season of horse of hunting, but I think I got it done pretty decently. <laughs> Oh, that sounded pretty good, I'll tell you that. Um, but, uh, yeah, anytime you need me on or want to talk hunting, man, I'm down. I love it. You know, I love doing this stuff. Oh, yeah. I still wish we could get you up here for ice season. That'd be ice fishing. Oh, be. It's, uh, it's coming in the, in the near future, I see. I, I, at least, I don't know, we'll see. It may bring the whole freaking family, but we'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, uh. It's got me chomping at the bit. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some uh, bass fishing in, this, in the coming future here because this, uh, this winter bite, this slow jig rolling is going to be good. So Yeah, it's, it's about ready to get dicey for you, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, because uh, I've shot five, I've shot five total deer because I shot a doe back in uh, uh, November during gun season. 
So five total, and uh, I got that one on my club, and then I've got the dough uh, on the public down there, and then the three bucks. So it's been a, it's been a busy year. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Definitely got a freezer full of meat. Can't beat that. No, I love it. Get to have deer every day if I want to. Yep, that's what we do. Try to. <clears throat> Alright, man, well, uh, I'll talk at you later, and we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up, and good luck tomorrow morning. Hey, you too, man. Uh, y'all, y'all deer hunt or, or goose? Oh, we're go- well, it sounds like it's just me going tomorrow morning uh, for deer. Uh, gotcha. I got two tags for production zone, and I got to pop that dough first, but I got until January 31st to use a rifle, so. Um, gotcha. So I got the right equipment, I just need the deer to show up. <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, good luck in the morning. I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, we'll see ya. Alright, brother. Alright, bye. Alright, guys. Thanks for hanging in with us. Uh, like I said, real solid episode there with Thor. Pretty cool dude. And, uh, yeah, hopefully if you guys are still out there grinding... Uh, best of luck to every one of you guys. Still got tags. Go lay one down. And uh, you know where we stand. Deer don't care about your feelings.